Welcome to the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. And I'm Wendy Gillespie. What are we listening to today, Janelle? I've got in front of me a new CD from Loft Recordings, which has been titled The First Printed Organ Music. That title struck me right away. Anytime I see something that says the first of anything, I get curious. Am I the only one? So do I, though I remember that an important part of my education involved learning to always ask the question, but are they right? (laughs) That's a good point. Well, I had a little fun with this, and I made a quiz of first for you, Wendy. Ready? Okay. (laughs) Who was the first woman elected to Congress? Of course, the first question you ask. I I have no idea. I'm going to guess it was a suffragette, but... But that's all I'm going to guess. In 1916, Montana selected the first woman or elected the first woman to Congress. Her name was Jeanette Rankin, and she was a Republican. Interesting. In Montana. Okay. Ready for another one? Okay. Who was the first person in space? I think it was Alan Shepard. Well. No. Think about which country might have gotten there. Russia. Yuri Gagarin. You got it. Good for you. Way (laughs) to go. That was a good one. Okay. Uh, Who who played the first James Bond? If it's not Sean Connery, I'm... (laughs) The only real James Bond, obviously. That's such an obvious answer, but it's actually kind of a trick question. I had a feeling it might And, you know, granted that my my research into the first James Bond came from Google, but um, it's a little uh, controversial. People, Some people say that Barry Nelson was the first actor to play Bond in 1954, but it wasn't for the movies. It was for a TV show. Oh, tricky. Hmm, yeah. But you're right. The first James Bond for film on the big screen was, was Sean Connery. Hmm. All right, I got one more. Okay. What was the first drive-through restaurant? I think it was the In-N-Out oh, Burger. Oh, you got it. <laughs> I am so old. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we've had our non-early music fun. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. What would be your guess as to the year of the first printed organ music? Well, I suppose it would have to be after. Herr Gutenberg came up with his printing press in the 15th century, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's right. Johann Gutenberg's printing press and system of movable type dates to the year 1450. Hey, here's a question for you. Do you know what the word is for very early printed books? It's one of my favorite words. It comes from a Latin word for crib or swaddling clothes. I have no idea. This is a great word. It's these Early printed books printed before 1500 are called incunables. Incunables? Or incunabulum. Oh, from like the incubator. Latin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I love that word. Um, anyway, I recall that Ottaviano Petrucci is often thought of as the first printer of music, though technically I believe that someone else had managed to print some chant before Petrucci yes, that's came true. along. Yes. But he was certainly the first printer of polyphonic music, and the system that he used to print it, which was a multiple impression method, produced some very elegant typography that no one else had ever achieved. And I have to say, it was a long time before anything else that looked that good came along. (laughs) And when you say multiple impression, we're talking about Petrucci's method in which a sheet of paper was pressed three times 
that first impression made the staff, and the second impression, the words, and then the third one, the notes. That's right. And now can we talk about how expensive this was as a process? I don't know whether this this is really true, but I heard that buying a book of Petrucci's lute music costs more than buying the lute (laughs) on which to play it. (laughs) But having said that, it has to be said that Petrucci's prints ushered in a whole new era because music could now go to more places and in greater quantities than ever before. Hmm. Well, we date Petrucci's first music print to 1501. Aha, so Petrucci's books are not... Incunables. Correct. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not long after, the German composer Arnold Schlick jumped on the bandwagon and produced the first printed organ music. Schlick's tablatures of sacred and secular songs include instrumental compositions and entabulations, some for organ and some for lute. Shall we hear a piece to see what music from that collection sounds like? I'd love to. that there it sounds like there's more than one person necessary to play a piece like this i sometimes think about organists as as being sort of like helicopter pilots where hands and feet have to all be doing different things all at the same time it's absolutely something very spider-like about the whole image <laughs> <laughs> oh well it's an organ i wonder if we dare mention the word temperament after all Without keyboards, we probably wouldn't have temperament. (laughs) Okay, okay, never mind the temperament. Here's another question. Got any idea what this organ music looked like? Well, it doesn't look like regular notated music that we might be used to seeing. It um, is written in letters and not necessarily in notes on a staff. Have you seen music like that? I have seen, by chance, recently some organ tablature, and it takes several different forms, but indeed, letters of the alphabet are a part of it. Sometimes the right hand is in staff notation. I think the Schlick one is that way. And then the left hand is just just letters telling you where to put your, which note to play with your left hand, and I suppose with your feet. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So who is performing and where and on what instrument. I'm going to guess that it's Kimberly Marshall because she's very well known as the authoritative expert on and performer on very early organs. Yeah, it's, it is indeed Kimberly Marshall. She teaches at Arizona State University and the organ she is using for this recording lives in Arizona too. <laughs> it's a Fritz organ built in 1991, so not a historic organ by any means, but strongly influenced by historic practice. 
In the CD book, we learned that the Fritz organ employs a mechanical key action and a style of voicing that derives from Northern European Baroque instruments. Oh, interesting. Fritz and Schlick. It sounds like a really good combination. Could be a sort of a, an accounting firm. <laughs> um, tell me, does, does Kimberly Marshall only play the music of Schlick from his 1512 publication on this recording? Well, Schlick is the focus. In fact, the 2012 release of this recording is significant because it marks the 500-year anniversary of Schlick's publication of the first printed organ music. But besides music from that 1512 printing, Marshall includes music from a Schlick manuscript that was not, in fact, printed, and also treats listeners to a few pieces by Schlick's forerunners and contemporaries. Shall we hear? Oh, yes, please. I hear these and it reminds me of, I believe it is the Squatchalupi Codex, which is not printed. Um, and people argue about whether it's indeed even organ music, but it, it is two-part music and it's decorated pieces. Is that what this, what we were hearing just now? You know, I'm not sure where mm. that piece comes from. The composer for that piece was Conrad Palman. Uh-huh. Does oh, that name ring a bell? It does codex? ring. It does ring a dim bell. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so do we have time to hear just a bit of something of Schlick from the manuscript that you mentioned? Yeah, uh, I think so. This is a 10-part piece, uh, Shendo Epatrum, which Schlick sent in manuscript to the Bishop of Trent. trying to do the math here. Um, ten fingers, ten parts. Oh, ten fingers and ten toes. Well, two feet anyway. <laughs> that's that's a lot of parts. No wonder there's not a lot of space to put ornamentation in. You run out of fingers, don't you? I think so. <laughs> that's a really interesting piece. A very rich sound to that organ, isn't it? I can't think of a better way to sign off for today. We hope you've enjoyed hearing music from this recording. If you'd like to find out more about it, you can visit our website, harmoniaearlymusic.org. While you're there, you can browse our archive of blogs, podcasts, and shows, and check out our online shop, where a portion of your purchase will benefit Harmonia. This has been the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Wendy Gillespie. And I'm Janelle Davis. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.